the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. By the time I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. All right, welcome back to the Dave Conklin Program, our hometown radio on Newstalk, 920 KVC and 96.5 FM. Certainly my pleasure to be here, and I'm really happy that you're here, and I hope that you've had a, a great day, a good Monday, and all that kind of stuff. So this was an interesting story. Our, our, our guest is, is Lori Gardner, and before I, I, I introduce her, I took a flight to Phoenix in a in a the emergency row, and I wasn't paying too much attention. And that's the reason why the music. I want to make <laughs> make it clear that that was not my choice. Okay, for music, <laughs> I'll I'll own it. So the music ties into your next guest. <laughs> yes. Okay. Go go right ahead. I'm sure Lori, Lori caught that, but um, I was in the two seater emergency row, and I wasn't paying too much attention. And this woman sits next to me and says, "Hi, I'm Lori," and then. Uh, She's kind of getting ready to rest. And anyway, we ended up having a conversation for most of the about two hour flight. And we connected, not in a romantic way, but it was the most amazing experience to sit next to someone that was a stranger and then hug her goodbye when we when we left. And it was really something that had a great impact. And then I went on to find out more about her. And Lori is, is author of The Road to Shine. It's her story of a vision quest she went on. Lori is a wellness educated. Her six-week Zoom Shine Your Light classes are about trusting yourself and being attuned to your intuitive gut feelings. And yes, I'm taking the class. So it's really amazing. Lori, welcome to the Dave Conklin program on 920 KBEC. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Well, um, certainly glad that you were able to to fit us in uh, with your schedule. Why don't you please give us a, a, a brief background and introduction to yourself? Yeah, and let me just make it clear. It's not like I hug every guy that I sit next to on an airplane, you know, so. <laughs> no, I know, and I, I've never hugged a, a fellow passenger before. That's what made it so. So did you catch it when we played by the time I get to Phoenix? Did you get the connection? Oh, I that, did. That, that's hilarious. That's why we played that. that. Is hilarious. But no, I know. I love I, it I, that's why it. I felt very privileged and, and honored after we left that we had to, we had such a, a connection in such a short time. But um, again, why don't we just as I'm, I'm laying the groundwork for our conversation, just give a, give us a brief introduction to you. Sure. So I am originally from the East Coast. I grew up in the woods of New Jersey. Most people think it's all like neon and, you know, uh-huh. stinky smokestacks. But actually, I grew in the woods that is smaller than Cambria. There are only 1,100 people and no stoplights where I grew up. So now that I'm living in Cambria, I feel like I'm in the big metropolis. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and, and after doing my education in the Boston area, I took off and traveled around the world for a year and a half in my young 20s. And when I came back, I got very involved in education reform, really upset that wealthy families had good schools, good public schools, and families with less money did not have those options. So I got very involved in the charter school reform movement for about 15 years, absolutely loved it. 
um, but was frying myself to death. I was working 20 hours a day, sleeping four for about 15 years, including on weekends. So, uh, to uh, guess your background is is very uh, extensive, and after doing all the travel and and looking for your career choice and and not being satisfied with it, you decided to go on a vision quest. And <laughs> I had never heard of that before. Can you give us a brief explanation of what a vision quest is? Sure. So I had no idea what it was either. And again, I was fried at that point. You know, you picture skinny, workaholic woman living in Sacramento, California. Back then, Blockbuster still existed. So I was renting every Blockbuster video they had. And I thought, oh my gosh, I don't know what a Vision Quest is, but some woman that I met at a conference sent me some poem about a butterfly from her Vision Quest. So I looked it up and I ended up joining one at the last minute in the desert of New Mexico. And basically a vision quest, there are different ways to do it. Um, The one I went on was completely drug-free. This is not a lot of people think like, oh, you're going to go do drugs in the Amazon or something like this. It was not one of those. This was Native American-inspired. We were out there. Basically, you literally are out for about two weeks total five weeks fasting with only water by yourself in a secluded spot. And the idea of a vision quest is really to take a hard look at your life, what's working, what's not working, and to come back with some sort of takeaway to whatever you consider your community, however big or small. So as you fasted, and and you fasted for four days, right? So it's a total of, yeah, so four nights, five days, yeah. Okay. So did your body and your mind experience changes that you hadn't had before because uh, as a result of of the fast? I'm sure it was as a result of other things too, but so let me rephrase that and say, so how do you think the fast affected you? <laughs> Everybody always wants to, didn't you starve to death, weren't you? Did you get hangry? Did you pass out, right? Well, it's fascinating because... I don't know if you or anyone you know has done any of these like juice fasts or any of this, you know, dieting or whatever, but those are actually a lot harder because when you diminish your calories, your body is still ready for more. But when you completely cut your body off and you're only pumping water, what happens is really magical. And I mean, the first day is hard. I won't lie. You're, you're, tummy acid is pumping, like, where's the food, where's the food? So you might get a little acidy tummy, a little bit nauseous, lightheaded. But after about the first day, your body goes, oh, oh, okay, I get it. There's no food coming. And so you just start to get lighter and lighter and lighter. And that's the best way I can describe it, like the clarity and the lightness that comes from not planning your meals and shopping and then cleaning up and then all the time we spend around meal prep that was totally gone so you're in the state of clarity and lightness in my case i'm overlooking a gorgeous painted desert if you know georgia o'keefe with those striped canyons out in new mexico Mm -hmm. just ah i mean it was magical i i it's harder harder to find that clarity back home (laughs) yeah well there can be a lot of clutter that is for sure um, did you have a, a partner or were you out there by yourself? 
Yeah, and so the way, so the first time, I've been on five vision quests at this point, but in that first one that I went on, that was organized in a, in a group setting where there are about eight of us, and you would go out into the canyon. There were two canyons we could choose from. There was Los Ojitos, which is Little Eyes, or Cañada de las Fuertes, which is Canyon of the Strong Women. So I was like, well, that's a no-brainer. Um, headed right for the Strong Women Canyon. And as the different participants picked where they wanted to hike, you have an accountability buddy. And so whoever ends up being closest to you just it kind of kind of trickles out. Some people stayed close to the base camp where the leader stayed the whole time. Others wanted to go farther, like myself. And so you became what's called stone pile buddies. Now, you weren't to disturb each other during those five days because this is private time to look at your life, right? And so instead, what we did is we picked a spot halfway between where I was going to be camping and fasting and where the woman that I partnered with was going to be camping and fasting, and we called it the lightning tree. And it was this big, tall, charred tree halfway between where we were. And then one person is on morning stone pile duty, and the other is on afternoon stone pile duty. And what you do, I'm a night owl, so I was like, do not sign me up for the morning stone pile duty on afternoon, girl. And so my partner, she would come in the morning to the lightning tree, put a pile of stones, move it around, and then I would come in the afternoon and move it around in a different configuration. And so if she came back the next morning and the stones hadn't been yes. moved, mm -hmm. she knew where I was and she could come get me. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a it's a, a safety, but you guys aren't uh, dependent on each other in in other ways. You're you are uh, out there by yourself. Um, in, in a couple of minutes, we're going to take take a break. But I, I want to ask you this. So let's clarify concisely, say 24 words or less. What is the objective of a vision quest? Yeah, again, the objective of a vision quest is to really take a look at what things in your life are not working. It could be external things in your life that aren't working, like I hate my uh, uh -huh. what I do to spend my time during the day. I'm in relationships that aren't working. I'm uh, My health isn't working for me. I'm not comfortable where I live. It could be internal things, like I know mm -hmm. I have these things that mm -hmm. I do. So you want to let go of what's not working, move toward what is working, and then come back with that clarity to make those changes. Hmm. Well, uh, and over four days, four nights, five days, um, not eating, um, I'm, I can't even imagine how one's perspective would change. I'd probably be fantasizing about Big Macs by the time this whole thing was over. Everybody, we... <laughs> thank New you. York cheesecake was mine. <laughs> oh, really? We're talking with Lori Gardner, lauriegardner.com, who is author of The Road to Shine and also is a wellness educator, a six-week Zoom class on Shine Your Light. We have a lot of ground to cover, so we're going to take a quick break on Hometown Radio, Dave Congolin Program, News Talk 920 KBC. Hang with us just for a minute. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Hometown Radio News Talk 
920 KVC, 96.5 FM, the Dave Conklin Program. And this is Dick, Gary J. Freiberg sitting in for Dave. And with us is Lori Gardner. And I want to mention her website is LoriGardner.com. And that's L-A-U-R-I-E. G-A-R-D-N-E-R, LoriGardner.com, where you can get more information. And we're not going to have time for all of the kinds of questions that uh, that I have. And when we left, we were talking about Lori's vision quest and the reason, uh, uh, the purpose of it is on getting clarity on what's working in your life, what's not working in your life. And so I imagine that's what spurred you to do this. As you had said, you were in a place um, that you didn't like and you just needed to shake yourself up to do something. Is that correct? Yeah. So what happened for me on that vision quest is I ended up unexpectedly writing the book, The Road to Shine, in my leather diary while I was out there fasting in those four days. And it was all about, well, why do we settle for less in our health, our home, our relationships, our work, or how we spend our day? And how can we stop? And that book just came pouring out in that diary. And as soon as I had the book, I was like, oh, you know, I have been doing wellness and leadership coaching for years in and out of the schools, but also with others. And I just decided I meant to do this full time. Hmm. That's uh, incredible. And and I'm sure, did you go in with any particular expectations of what you were going to come out with? No, I was more running away. I I signed up because no cell phones were allowed. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Like, no food, that's fine, too. Just nobody can contact me for a while. Technology overwhelms me sometimes. Too much input coming at me all the time. Hmm. So has there been, was there a carryover that has stayed with you um, from the vision quest that, again, that, that, that have permanently affected you? Oh, 100%. I would say as far as external changes, I was a, I completely left my job that I was directing a nonprofit for education reform at the time. I left Mr. Almost. I walked away from my house, <laughs> and I moved to the Berkeley Bay Area and started doing my personal development and leadership coaching full-time and not only helping people through the steps of how to live more fully and, and stop and stop settling for less, hence the road to shine, but more recently, as especially as we came through COVID and all of the pandemic and the cray-cray that the world is still in, people really don't know who to trust anymore. And so my real teaching mission with these Trust Your Gut masterclasses that I offer through my nonprofit, Shine Your Light, as you mentioned, it's really helping people to trust your own inner knowing, your own gut instinct, intuition, whatever you want to call it. So that that's the, the crux of my second book that came out on another vision quest called The Road to Joy that's pending, How to Find Happiness and Hope in Hard Times by, by Trusting Your Intuition. So that's really the key takeaway for me was I'm, I don't want to waste one more minute settling for less. I'm going to live my life to its fullest and help other people to do the same. Did these realizations unfold slowly one at a time uh, during the four days, the five days and four nights? I feel more like I was whopped over the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> Uh, so, no, it was more like an aha, an aha, an aha. You know, at the, the end of the Vision Quest, we all came back together, all the different people in a closing circle, and the leader said, he said, wow, Lori, for you, this was really less of a discovery Vision Quest and much more of a culmination of years and years of hard work and personal growth and focusing on having a better life and, and wanting to be a better person. So for me, it was more the, the finale rather than the opening. It was the aha, this, this is 
where I am and what I need to devote myself to full time from now on. What day were you in uh, to this when you started writing uh, The Road to Shine? Well, hilariously, right away. So you didn't even get a tent, right? You only got a tarp, like the blue or green ones you see in the back of a truck with the grommets, you know? You got a, a tarp, you had your water bottles, your sleeping bag, your clothes, that was it. And so, you know, I set up my tarp and I was like, oh, okay, what am I going to do out here for five days, you know? I just, that was it for activities and agenda. And I opened my diary, and right away, the the road to shine started pouring out, and I just kept writing. I would write, 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 go pee, write, go for a drink, go for a little walk, sleep, write. But I just wrote nonstop Mm. pretty much for four days from day one. Were you amazed that this was coming out of you as easily as it was? You know, I say that people are like, oh, you wrote a book. I'm like, I I moved the pen. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. I feel like I, I, I facilitated the book. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, and the same thing happened with the second book, The Road to Joy, that's pending. I went back out there again during the pandemic. And once again in my diary, boom, it just came flowing out. So, hmm. you know, some people go to the nice writer's retreats in Vermont with mint tea and chocolate chip cookies. Apparently I need to... Uh, starve myself out in the desert heat in order to feel creative <laughs> misery brings creativity we are boredom i don't know i'm sorry Lori. what'd you say i said or you know boredom there's nothing else to do right yeah. but yeah <laughs> might as well write a book everyone we're talking yeah, with well. uh, Lori gardner lauriegardner.com and uh, her book the road to shine which i i read very very interesting on on what happened and uh, then the road to joy do you have an idea when the road to joy is going to come out well it's being considered by a few different publishers have made offers so far so nice. i just have to pick a publisher and i would say hopefully by the end of 2024 Great. Well, great. Um, Let's talk about um, the focus of your Zoom classes. Um, That's my question. Let's talk about the focus of of your Zoom class. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, they're called Trust Your Gut, Lead a Life You Love by Following Your Intuition. And I teach them on Zoom because we get people from all over the place. And they vary. They're in different levels, level one, two, three. I also have a, uh, an intuitive coaching program for those who want to help others to trust their intuition. But the idea of these classes, which are offered, again, through Shine Your Light, which is the nonprofit I started also after the Vision Quest. That's uh, the shineyourlight.life website. And the focus is, as I said, nobody knows whom to trust. And so we have to be able to know how to trust ourselves. And we have so many voices in our heads. We have the voice of our intellect that's analyzing all the time, or our emotions that swing us all over the place, or our body, which is tired or stressed. And being able to access the voice of your deepest knowing, again, call it intuition, your secret Scooby sense, it doesn't matter what word, but we've all had those moments when we've just known, whether it was like, ah, yes, this is the person I want to marry, or it's time to leave this job, or I want to live here, or I don't want to live here. And so the focus of the classes is to help people access their intuition more on demand. How do we find that deepest knowing amidst the stress and the overwhelm and the chaos of our own lives sometimes, or other things happening around us? So I I teach very specific skills, some of which I created. Some tools um, are adaptations of ones I've learned from about 
I'm, I'm a master practitioner in about six dozen different Eastern and Western wellness techniques at this point. And so it's just fun to do a poo-poo platter or a buffet table, teaching people from all walks of life, all stations on their path, to really remember that this is who you really are, and this is what we know. This is what you know. Well, if, who you really are and how to get there. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so many of us have buried who we are at our truest and best, trying to be something for other people or to fit in. And so the first step is remembering, I call it your highest self. It's, it's your most authentic. It's your truest, best self. Yes. Um, and uh, again, um, I am enrolled in the six-week class. We've had two. Uh, we have the third one uh, coming up on Wednesday. And um, I am finding it very useful as I am implementing. I thought, am I going to attend or I'm going to participate? And um, for me not to apply the things that I'm learning from you would be like, well, then what am I doing here? And uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's... Uh, so with the class, uh, we're at, at the first one of three. If a listener wanted to take the class, are you going to be conducting the level one class uh, again? Is that scheduled at any particular time? Yeah, if there's, if there's enough interest for folks who want to do level one, I will probably offer another one in a month or two. And that would be, again, on the shineyourlight.life website, or they could just contact me at lauriegardner.com if they're interested. Okay, so it's, it's shineyourlight.life. Yep, shine your light, just like it sounds, and dot life, L-I-F-E, like get a life. Yes, yeah, or Lori Gardner. Not that you don't have one. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you don't. <laughs> um, and we are getting ready to wrap it up, but uh, just maybe the last one. Is your work with mind, body, spirit, wellness, do you think that there are primary basic steps to achieving that? Openness. Oh. I, I think the, the key thing, the key thing is just to stay open, because if you're open to discovering yourself, to learning who you really are, or remembering who you really are, or honoring who you really are, and to listening to the voice of your deepest knowing, then it all just kind of organically flows together. It, it ties together from there. The folks who come in open, whether they've done any kind of personal growth work or not, but are like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I wonder what I'm going to learn Oh my goodness, they, they catapult, they level up so quickly. It's fun for me as a teacher to watch people just get into a better place internally and externally in their lives so quickly again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know, you don't, you provide the tool, but as a student, uh, if you don't, you, if you don't use the tool, then, then, you know, what use is it? So you're providing, um, uh, the, the road, but you have to hop in and get on the road for it to be productive. It, exactly right. Not, mm-hmm. And not, and not sleepwalk your way down it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's good. It really is good. And, and, um, you can imagine everyone, this is the woman that got sat next to me in a two row emergency road. <laughs> and, and I do believe in, you know, the workings of the universe. And Lori was just the perfect person for me to, to meet at, at that time. And it was just amazing of all the flights, of all the people, of all the seating. And boom, I get Lori Gardner <laughs> sit next to me. Um, all right. It, once again, website is lauriegardner.com. Uh, 
you can also go uh, shineyourlight.life and uh, get more information there. Uh, the Road to Shine is her book, and she's got a new one coming out. So it's something to check out. It, it really is, if you want to be receptive and have new information, new input to your thinking and try to get a hold, we can do it. Uh, this has helped. Craig, you're telling me what? I got to do Okay. All righty. Everyone, this is News Talk 920 KVC 96.5 FM Radio, Hometown Radio, Dave Conklin Show. We'll see you in just a couple minutes. Thanks, Lori. The 920 KVEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.